The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win and this was a learning experience and that's why I call myself a generational talent Carmelo Hayes because you know I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss I really will try me thank you for your time yeah. Hello, and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. What's going on, Miss Simi? Doing good, doing good. Happy Halloween's early. How are you? <laughs> yes, uh, very fitting that uh, this is the Halloween Havoc Night 1 edition review yes. of the NXT cast, so it's spooky season, as I like to say. Got anything in mind for? Oh yeah, we talked about this last week. You said you don't have anything in mind for a costume or anything like that. No. Got a favorite candy? Mm. Do you know the like Kinder uh, Bueno snacks? They're like kind of like a Brazilian thing. They they're like in stores now. Okay. But it's like a a wafer with this like hazelnut kind of filling, and it's really good. Okay. So it's not those. Then a good old Reese's. Okay. All right. All right. Do Chocolate you, and peanut butter can't go wrong. Do you ever put your Reese's in the freezer? No, I got sensitive teeth. Oh. <laughs> okay. Forget. Yep, that would be a valid reason not to. <laughs> not to try it. All right. I mean, Wait. I'm also lactose intolerant, but I go I dairy all the time. So, you know. You're I got to pick. You're a risk taker. <laughs> Listen, sometimes that's the only risk I can take. We talked about this the other week. <laughs> Another risk, I'll get deported. So. <laughs> Words to live by. <laughs> this is the NXT cast. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, and the other various podcast app all you have to do is search for the wrestlecast that's the cspn look for the new day hold on the wrestlecast sign in this program you'll show up in your podcast cues each and every week so we've got roxanne perez kiana james to start us out spin the wheel make the deal so it's a devil's playground match so they got like a whole bunch of stuff that you would see on the playground set up around the ring, slides, swings, mm -hmm. yeah, um, merry-go-rounds, teeter-totters, you know. Mm -hmm. All kinds of things to get hurt on. <laughs> All things to get hurt on. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Is that what you think about when you, you look at the park now these days? Yeah. I'm like, ooh. I like to run out there bounce. and do some of that stuff with those kids, but I'm afraid I'd get hurt now. I know I will. I know those kids also. <laughs> There's this like Australian man who like makes these videos about like how dangerous like 
the like children parks can be for actual kids. He like uses like children mannequins and he's just like, oh, you see your kid on the slide? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now they're saying, now look, they're doing a backflip and now they crack their head open. It's so funny. And you're like, ooh, children would do that bullshit. It is so hilarious. They're like, oh, you see this bar? They're going to swing on it. Look at them. They're not even tall enough to reach it. There they go. Now they're going to bonk their head on this thing. And now they're going to crack their head open. Everything ends with like them like cracking their head open. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> that's all I think about. I just see I'm like, oh, danger, danger, danger. My knees, I'm not going to fit in that. And then there's grown people who are too grown to be on there trying to fit their big ass legs into those baby swings and now you got to get cut out by the fire department <laughs> <laughs> you know you shouldn't have been in there you're 15 years old get out of that swing well didn't have anybody <laughs> go off the swing but we did get a slot side Russian leg sweep on the slide so that's Ooh, Lord. nope <laughs> can't say it one time fast <laughs> And it ended with Roxanne Perez hitting the pop rocks onto Keanu James's big ass purse. Damn. And then after the match, for some reason, Roxanne Perez emptied out the bag to show us that it was a crush brick inside. Like, duh. We've only yeah. been watching this for six months. We know that she's got <laughs> stuff in her bag. Mm-hmm. You knew it last week, too, when she took the breakout. We've known it the whole time. <laughs> what else is a big-ass purse for? <laughs> but putting things in it to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, they're a little uh, heavy-handed on that one. Subtlety mm-hmm. would have been a, a lot better there. But Yeah. Okay. Roxanne Perez dressed <laughs> up as uh, Freddy Krueger. What'd you think? Yeah. Loved it. I thought it was really cute. I thought she looked really good. Uh Alexis. I also really enjoyed the match. It was a really good match. Very hard hitting. I'm glad it was a false count in yours match. Because mm-hmm. it's always jarring when they have like the no disqualification. You can do all these stuff outside the ring. And then you always have to like get them inside the ring to win. And I'm like, no, pin them there. Uh, yeah. Pin well, them there. We'll have yeah. an example of that coming up a little later. Yeah. But uh, I really enjoyed this match. We got Lexus King. Mm-hmm. Don't call me Brian Pillman Jr. Getting a win over Dante Chin with the hanging net breaker. Um, the entrance was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so excited to see Dante Chin. I was like, oh, no, baby, you're just going to lose. I was excited for 0.2 seconds until I realized he was just there to lose. And I was like, oh. Brian, oh. Brian Pillman Jr. is in the right spot because he needs to work on Yeah. His airing. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So it's like, yep, this is where you should be. <laughs> so I mean it wasn't bad. It was just like, okay. Sure. Mm. It just was cool though. Our girl, Kalani yeah. Jordan. Yes. Got the win over Ariana Grace. Yeah. Split legged moonsault. Naomi yeah. may come back and say one day this gimmick infringement, but <laughs> for now she's not yeah. in the company, so she can use no. it. And she yeah. advances to the finals of the women's breakout tournament. Really good match. First of all, she was dressed as Spider Gwen, which was very cute. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not familiar, but okay. 
<laughs> it's um one of the iterations of the Spider Man. They have um Spider Gwen, and yeah. she's um a lady, okay. and her gear is like white and pink and very cute. So that was basically what Kalani's um gear was. Okay. So that was cool, and it was cool that she was doing a lot of the flippy shit because she's a spider person. So that was cool. I also loved that she has her own like chant <laughs> that the crowd was doing. So I was going along with it. I really enjoyed this match. Loved all the flippy shit that they were doing. The crowd finally reacted appropriately to the flippy shit that they were doing. So like that. Good match. Hard hitting. I liked that. Um, there was a lot of like back and forth and a lot of, a lot of like kind of like storyline things. Like it wasn't like they were both trying really hard to like win and pin each other. There was a lot of pinning combinations and things like that, which I really very much enjoyed. Kalani Jordan has the thing. She has the baby face able to get beat up, but able to make the comeback things. She has the, the flippy, the flippy shit and the ring thing in order. We just got to see um, how the mic skills are doing. We were seeing a little bit when they were like doing the storyline with Dana Brooke, but then we got, you know, stalled because Dana got released. So we just need to see more of like the mic and character things. Cause right now she's just like, I'm happy to be here wrestler that like they have a lot with like the black wrestlers mm-hmm. where they don't have like a personality. They're just like smiling and happy to be here. So once we like develop that part of it, she's golden. We've got Chase U getting a win over Stax and Tony D to become the new NXT Tag Team Champions. JC Jane, she tried to give Andre Chase the crowbar, but he turned it down, mm-hmm. of course, because he's an honest man. <laughs> JC Jane got knocked off the apron, and that little bit of a distraction let Andre Chase roll up Stax. And there we go, bada bing, bada boom. New tag team champions. Crazy. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I didn't expect that at all. WWE fashion six months after we thought it would it, it should have happened. Right. Lord. But I mean, at least on like Jubai V they actually got it, which was because <laughs> I thought they were they were like, well, Jubai V isn't here anymore, so let's give another crew that people really like but are literally never gonna win anything ever. So <laughs> that was quite a surprise to me. The match was a little shorter than I expected, but I still did enjoy it. It was a nice surprise. Thea went a little bit into the old Thea. She got a little more scrappy do with her. I saw. So that was cool. I still don't trust Duke Hudson. I still don't trust you all the way. Still don't trust you all the way. But really good for Chase U. Very exciting. You know what would have made it better? If Bodie was here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Bodie isn't here. The lost member. I'm never going to forget you. <laughs> Bodie, your Viking puppy. That's who he was. <laughs> but really nice to see for Chase U. Blair Davenport. Oh. In the lights out match, meaning anything goes, but falls only mm-hmm. count in the ring. Got the win over Gigi Dolan with a knee to the face. 
They get on the announcer's table, and then Blair Davenport hits a falcon arrow to another table, then throws her back in the ring, hits her with the knee to the face. Yeah. See, that's that's where we were like, uh, then you got to get them back in the ring to do the thing. You did the falcon arrow through the table. You should be able to pin her right there and win, especially if it's a lights-out match. Lights-out match means you should be able to do anything the fuck you want, like pin somebody outside of the ring after you do a fucking hair through a ring, through a table. Should be able to do that. <laughs> but anyway, I enjoyed this match as well. I like that, um, that Gigi Dolan's hair was glowing in the dark. That was really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I thought they had a really good, hard-hitting match. Let Davenport just be hit so goddamn hard. I'm like, damn, Lord. I know you got to ice all of your parts <laughs> after you have a fight with her because she hits really hard and really stiff. But I really did enjoy this match. Although it was kind of a funny thing after Blair did her, um, did the fucking arrow through the table, there was like a delayed reaction with Gigi. <laughs> it was like she, she forgot that she had to like rise in pain. So I was like, quick. <laughs> she waited like three seconds before she started going, oh my God. I was like, girl. Still late. <laughs> you needed to do this quicker, but it was fine. But it was still a good, hard-hitting match, which I enjoyed. They do these good, like, street fights. Gigi um, works good in these, like, uh, TLC, hard, hardcore, like, extreme bulls type of matches. Mm-hmm. It's like a Shotzi, but, like, a little bit less scary. <laughs> <laughs> At least now. In the beginning, she was as scary as Shotzi was removed. But now... She, she got it back under control. <laughs> She's got it under control more. It's like uh, controlled chaos with her. <laughs> so I enjoy her. Lola Vice. Woo! She got the win over Carmen Petrovich with the spinning kick yeah! to the head to advance to the finals of the women's breakout tournament. After the match, Kalani Jordan comes down. They have a stare down. They get into their fighting pose, and it's on. Kalani versus Lola Vice for the winner of the breakout tournament and a contract for a title match of their choosing. Love it. Yes. Another good match. I enjoyed this match. This um, little Carmen lady, she has something going for her. And I'm like, okay, I like you. I like Lola Vice more. But I do like you, Carmen, Carmen P, because I can't pronounce her last name. So, but Petr- Carmen Petrovich. Easier to say than Dijaka Di- 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 But <laughs> <laughs> still, it's, it's going to take some time. So, CP, KP. It's KP, K, I think. Yeah, yeah. KP. So, it's, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was really good. Glad to see Lola Vice winning. I like when she does her little soccer dance. So, enjoyed it. Very good. And that was a cute little pose. So, is their final match going to be at um, night two of Halloween Havoc? Like the finale? Um, maybe. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what the card is exactly for <laughs> besides Carmelo and Dragunov. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo, Dragunov, and then... Um, Brian Breaker is going to beat the breaks off Robert Stone. Mm-hmm. I think those are the only two matches I know. And in the main event, 
Lava Valkyria. She got the win over Becky Lynch to become the new AEW Women's Champion. The manhandle slam gives Becky Lynch a two count. She can't believe the kick out. Lynch tries it again, but Valkyria reverses it into a roll up for the pin. And there you go. I'm going to say it. Yay, Falcon Lady. Who would have thought I would have said that? Yay, Falcon Lady. I really enjoyed this match. Really, really enjoyed this match. I liked that it wasn't like a straight squash match. I liked that um, Becky and Falcon Lady like clearly like studied each other's moves because a lot of the times they had counters for each other's moves. I love that they had counter for counter for counter. I love the submissions. I love the story it was telling. I loved how they were selling for each other. I liked how the crowd was really into it. It was a really good match, really good main event. And good for you, Falcon Lady. <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> you have turned the, all the way. I know. On her. You, you, Why you like a quarter of a turn? Mm-hmm. Ter- now you're all the way. Now I'm all the way. Really good match. Well, she is your AEW Women's Champion. I don't think this was Durant that most of the underscore respected. I'm sorry, Mo. I'm happy. You should have known this was coming last week. I said if she wins, I won't be mad. I'm not mad. I didn't lie. I was very excited. I said this is good. And thus, I can make my decision on how I'm like, I was liking Becky at NXT. And it was a thumbs up. <laughs> Because I was very, very worried that she was going to come down here and it was going to be like Charlotte's run in NXT where it did nothing for anyone (laughs) except Charlotte. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But her being down here, it wasn't quite like Finn being in NXT because he was just, when he was in NXT, he was just there. But um, having Becky go from NXT to the main roster and back again, and when she was down here, she was elevating all the other storylines. She was um, like building all the other um, like uh, women on there and like building storylines. And then when she was on the main roster, she was doing the same thing for the women who weren't getting much storyline. And I think Becky on NXT, uh, being the NXT champion on the main roster showed us how good a women's mid-card title could be. <laughs> Because that's what the NXT title was when it was on the main roster. It was basically a women's mid-card title. And it shows you that it works. <laughs> it could be very good. Introduce a women's mid-card championship because it clearly works. But I really enjoyed this match. I thought um, it was a cool way to, like, Number one, give Becky that like Grand Slam title because now she's a Grand Slam holder too, right? With um, winning the NXT title. Hello. Yeah. Oh no. Nope. Oh okay. Uh-huh. I guess you could hear me. Oh, okay. oh okay. Yeah. 
that like that it was a cool way to give her the Grand Slam title and to also like bring eyes to NXT and then help the women down there get like more shine. So all in all, it was a yeah. perfect John Cena role that you're playing that you've been praising for the yes, it was. It was a John Cena role, but with Becky Lynch because she's a bit more prominent. So I liked it. I thought this was cool, and it's a good way to like build up Lyra now since they're like they they have been trying to build her up. So I think this is gonna this is very cool. Very much enjoyed this match. Very great minute main event. Uh, after that match, mm-hmm. the one and only Jade Cargill, she's walking from the balcony. Yes. She's watching, looking down as Becky Lynch hands over the belt, raises mm-hmm. her hand to end the show. And of course, Valkyria has a moment with uh, the title in the middle. There. I thought somebody mm-hmm. was going to come down and attack her because you never know with... Sure yeah, you know how they do. Yeah, <laughs> when they get to the end of the show. But no, nothing, no shenanigans, nobody right. laying dead in the parking lot or anything like that. Right. As long as there's two seconds left of the show, some bullshit can always go down. <laughs> uh, so now we'll get to the uh, the backstage and the promo stuff. We had Scarlett mm-hmm. and Shotzi give the metaphor tarot card reading, saying they will be starting <laughs> journey but their joy would be turned into intense grief of course they aren't happy but as they panic Akira Tozawa steals the hair cut. god damn it I love how literally all the black people were telling them don't, don't touch the Ouija board don't touch that why did you touch that that was hilarious to me <laughs> they're like why did you touch it why are you touching that no that was great this is the most we've heard Scarlett speak ever. Chase, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you was warming up with Stats and Tony D. They come in to just kind of like say that they could ask up. for better opponents. They kind of like, you know, pumping them mm-hmm. up, I guess, or showing them mm-hmm. respect, I guess, is really what they're doing. Yeah. But Duke, I thought they were coming in to be like shady and sneaky, like <laughs> you're not going to win because we're going to do some mob shit. That's what I thought was happening. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Duke Hudson probably was feeling too because he ain't know what to make of it. But Andre Chase was like, man, don't worry about it. Andre Chase, you're too nice of a man. <laughs> Even though he be cussing people out, you're too nice of a man. I was like, oop, mob shit. What's happening? Vaughn, he's still at the physical therapist with Mr. Stone next to him. Yeah. Stone says he knows he went too far by challenging Braun Breaker, but he's hoping to just get in one shot. Just one good shot. And Vaughn says he believes in Mr. Stone. Vaughn has a head injury. Like, why would you believe anything he says? <laughs> Do you watch this with the sound on? This part? Of course, no. Of course not. As soon as I saw him, I was watching it on my DVR. So I was like, haha, that's all. But not watch this, please. Scarlett and Shotzi, who is now just like Edward Scissorhands, put the YouTube <laughs> show when the Diamond Mine come in. The Creeds want Angel Garza, Angel Garza and Alberto Carrillo next week, but there needs to be something else to it. So they say, oh, we want to spin the wheel. So of all people, they let Ivy Nile spin the wheel. And <laughs> we mean spin the wheel. We mean <laughs> spin the wheel. That thing was going. 
Yeah, she went. She got all the muscles. She, she <laughs> made them just go. <laughs> so we get a tables, ladders, and scares match. Stacks and Tony D come out for their title defense, and we get a brief stare down between them and the Creed. Lots of stare downs in wrestling. This, this mm-hmm. seems to be the right? seems to be the new writing tool yeah. that they've been using. <laughs> Yeah, just gonna look at each other yeah, deep into each other's eyes. Yeah, instead of jumping <laughs> in the back, leaving you laying, I'll just mm-hmm. come out and stare you down. Right. I'll uh, just look at you real hard. <laughs> Nathan Fraser, he recaps his issues with Dominic Mysterio, saying Dominic has one of those slappable faces. He says mm-hmm. things did not go well for Fraser last year at Halloween Havoc, but now he is back and ready to do better, including winning the North American title, assuming Rhea Ripley lets Dominic come back to play. At first, I thought he cut his hair, but he did it. He no, just had it in a ponytail. Super. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, we hear from some fans about Becky versus Lyra, mm-hmm. and Baron Corbin said he's tired of doing all the work and having someone else get the glory. And mm-hmm. when he's asked, he said, "No, he didn't attack Trick Williams and suggest people like Axiom or Wesley did it." See, this is where my rant is going to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the last time we seen your boy, he was highly frustrated. That doesn't mean he's out here jumping people. He got motivation, and wasn't it trick that he was highly he was uh highly frustrated too and about that. That doesn't mean he's gonna jump him in the night. Why y'all accusing my good nephew of being dangerous? and doing sneaky, underhanded things. That's not Wesley. Wesley just comes up to seven people and said, hey, all seven of you, let me just fight you at the same time. That's what he does. He's not a sneaky, jumping man. Don't put this bad stuff on my wholesome nephew, Wesley. All right? He's out here with his pretty wife, probably on a beach somewhere, (laughs) getting zen and trying to come back. Okay? He's on his anime journey journey okay he's trying to refine himself not as a person who jumps my Trick Williams see don't don't putting all these bad things on my boy put it on somebody else okay well we'll move along a little farther Ilya Dragunov talks about how much trouble he had growing up but now it's all worth it his son held the NXT title, and it was a special moment to see him looking at his dad. As for Carmelo Hayes, Dragunov is ready to fight as the champion instead of the challenger, and Hayes has to adjust to him because the title represents 30 years of sacrifice. So now we see Carmelo watching the interview when Scarlett and Shotzi, now as the twins from The Shining, they come in and say all signs point to Hayes being the one who attacked Trick Williams. And of course, Carmelo isn't happy. I'm not happy either. All this wedge driving, blaming Wesley. I don't like that. I don't like that. No. Although I did laugh when he jumped when they came in because I also jumped. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> very creepy. Very creepy. Um, that, I think, was the one of the better parts of the show just because if you know that movie, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just a really good Called yeah. to that movie. Yes. And Carmelo. <laughs> yeah. His look on his face was priceless. Priceless. Yes. 
So Tiffany Stratton doesn't care who wins the breakout tournament. But here is Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Stu. What? How is this possible? <laughs> Twins! <laughs> but it's, uh, no, it's not two Tiffany Stratton shots. It's Fallon <laughs> dressed up as Tiffany Stratton, doing a damn good impersonating of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany Stratton does not find anything flattering or amusing about it and knocks her ass down. Mm-hmm. Yo, Fallon Henley's heels must be like 12 inches because she's a little thing. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, to Tiffany Stratton tight. I was like, how did you get this tall? How tall are your heels? Are you standing on a stool right now? that we're not seeing. So this was very good. I was surprised when Tiffany just walked away. I was just like, what? And then she came back and knocked it. I was like, that's the Tiffany I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was a cool segment. Uh, Chase, you, of course, are happy with the win, but Duke Cousin isn't sure about the title making his carry-on bag way too much. Even Thea Hale was excited about Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, even Thea is excited, but that's when Chelsea and Piper interrupt. Hale and Jason mm-hmm. Jane don't care, so Green is planning a formal complaint. That's fine with Hale and Jason Jane, who are going to ask for a women's tag team title shot. And then, uh, for those of you who like these sort of things, Dante Chan and Boa were talking in mm-hmm. the background. Yes. So maybe this is the way we get the women's tag team title. Back to NXT, mm. and then and then Alba Fire and Angel Dawn cook up new women's title tag team matches that they only them can win, and then somebody has to fight them in order to break the curse so other people can win. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I get my tag, my women's NXT tag team championships back, that's all I want. The metaphor finds out that Akira Tozawa has stolen the Heritage Cup. And as Tozawa has said, if they want the cup back, come get it. And it's in a Heritage Cup match seems set for next week. <laughs> I love this. When they were arguing and all of a sudden Lash out on the phone and then mushed that random man out of the camera. Oh my God. Did I rewind it twice and watch it again? Yes, I did. I did because it was hilarious. Because it was hilarious. Is it going to be in a match or is it going to be like a haunted house thing? Um, I think that this is going to be a regular match. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be for the Heritage Cup because he stole mm-hmm. it. Or yeah. one of those things where, oh, if you beat me, you'll get a chance to wrestle for the cup. Maybe one of those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this should be just a regular straight up match. Well, I want somebody to go in that damn haunted house. That's been a staple of Halloween Havoc, and I want it. Well, you got Braun Breaker coming in to talk to Carmelo Hayes and accuses him of taking out Trick Williams. He says if the same Carmelo Hayes that showed up last week to take out Trick shows up next week, he'll be getting his title back. He says they're going to be wrestling each other for decades. So you might as well go ahead and embrace this side of things. Rise to the top and be a better man. Because we're going to carry this company. I would I would be happy with like a Brown Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, like long time feud that they come back to every so often. I think that'd be mm-hmm. cool. 
because right. they they're clearly the ones that have been like set up to basically be the next like generation mm. and i think they can like and they they can absolutely like live up to it so i'm very excited about what that's gonna bring that Carmelo didn't do it okay we're, right. we're, we're, we hope so this is what we're hoping we're hoping that it's uh, that guy that's been you know disgruntled you know disgruntled employee not Wesley <laughs> well that's the only okay. disgruntled employee we've had here lately no he's there's many disgruntled people what if it's um, Idris Anofe and that other guy they what if it's them they want opportunities Maybe they did it. Maybe it was Braun. Maybe Von Wagner had his stupid injury and had a blackout and attacked Trish Williams. Maybe it was Lexus King trying to make a name for himself. Maybe it was Tazawa. <laughs> Maybe it was Dragonhawk himself. He was like, I'm taking out one more opponent. I love you. Tyler Bate, but maybe it was Tyler Bate. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anybody. Why everybody's playing with Wesley? Hmm? Hmm? Sounds like crazy. Because he has motives. A lot of people have motives. Not as many people have motives as Wesley's motives. It sounds racially charged. What <laughs> 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 it is, right? right trying to perpetuate black on black crime is that what you're trying to do what are you huh are you an agent for MAGA is that what you're doing is that what you're doing Uh, Mm -hmm. that is definitely Mm -hmm. how you shut down any disagreement exactly (laughs) racially motivated okay oh that's funny but yeah Braun Breaker talking to uh, Carmelo that was our last Little piece of backstage business uh, for this week at NXT. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Uh, the Ilya promo that was really good. Yeah. Talking about moving from Russia to Germany and growing up with nothing, and you know, being able to show his kid the title, and it's like you fight to be him, I fight for him. Talking about his kid, so that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Tiffany Stratton stuff with Fallon, it was good. The impersonating, the opening match was very good. Like those two ladies going at it. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff to like on NXT. Yes. And what was really good, there was one men's match. All the other matches were women's matches. Mm. And I didn't notice until I was like going back and like, trying to think of it and I was just like holy shit it was basically all women's match except for one mm-hmm. crazy again everybody else learn in the words of Tyra Banks learn something from this because it didn't take away from anything it didn't make the show less exciting it didn't lose you any viewers it was just a great pay-per-view great like ple light type of situation <laughs> because that's what these special shows are ple lights <laughs> so right and they got great to leave you with something to talk about yes yeah. one they gave you two things to talk about new tags mm-hmm. new women's champion so we'll see what they yeah. have in store for us this week 
There's part two coming up. Uh, don't have a lot. I guess that Chelsea Green, Piper Niven versus Thea Hale, Jason Jane match is another match we can add mm-hmm. to what we know. Yes. And yeah, that's the only one I could see. Although what I did miss, what I thought was disappointing, they didn't lead into the Halloween as much. Turn somebody into a jack o' lantern. All right. Where is my pump? I need my camp. <laughs> I need it to be more campy. <laughs> I just want somebody to hit somebody else with a freaking pumpkin and make them into a jack-o'-lantern. Just give me that. I like the campy matches because they're funny. Give me at least one. That's why I want the haunted house segment. I need at least one. <laughs> when you're going to have like a specialty like these kind of things. If you're going to have a, a special like Halloween themed like night when they have like the Christmas like Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. Give me a Thanksgiving feast match where you throw fucking mashed potatoes and shit at each other. Do it. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> Give it to me. That's why I watch wrestling. I watch well, it for the good wrestling thing, but yeah, also for well, the camp. You definitely are going to see some type of trick-or-treat fight or something. Some type of battle royal or something with Halloween theme. I need it. So, you definitely going to see that. Just in what form or fashion is going to be the question. I would like it. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's been nice seeing like the costumes that the wrestlers have done. I think they are going to do one, but like there has been like um, like pictures of like what their costumes were. Like Idris Anofe was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> was um what's his face Bigums from um the Dave Chappelle show oh. <laughs> Tyrone Tyrone Bigums yes <laughs> and um Braun was um was Uncle Scott and then I think um my favorite diamond was Trick Williams without the black face because you guys you can do that you can be black people without having to do black face so seeing those were fun. I thought that this was an excellent review of mm-hmm. just the way that you make your whole roster valuable. Even yeah. Aaron Corbin is interested in that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, they're trying with Vaughn. God bless them. Yes. There's always one bad apple in the bunch, but they're not letting it ruin everybody. No, right, because I could just put Von Wagner on mute. <laughs> and then I don't have to worry about it. And I think that's kind of the genius right now is that they've kind of found a little something for everybody. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, bringing in the newer people, the Kalani Jordans, the, you know, Lola Vices, mm-hmm. you know, Jada Parkers. Jada Parkers. And I need to bring back our boy. Oh, I don't know if I discussed this with you. Ooh, what, what, what? This is going to be the men's breakout tournament. It's going to be starting here soon. Oh, uh-huh. Number one seed and the favorite to win it all should be none other than Big Body mm-hmm. Hobby. Yes! Where is Big Body Hobby? He's probably working on his second Christmas album. <laughs> but, like, where is he? 
Yeah. Rig my boy. I haven't seen it. And, like, I did a... I was even looking through, like, trying to see if I saw anything about him being injured on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Yes, and... But Uh-oh. it's like he was, but he came back. Okay, yeah. So didn't he come back as like a jobber on like the main roster somewhere? And I was, mm-hmm. I remember that because I was yeah. pissed. Yep, yep. But that's been the last time they really did anything with him. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. Where is he? Bring him here. Let him win things. Oh. And let him perform his Christmas album. <laughs> Uh, well, all right, Miss Simi. If you don't have anything else you'd like to add on this particular episode, mm, I hope Jade does decide to go with NXT. I hope she sees like Lyra win the championship, and she's just like, you know, I came to this company to win, to make history, and win championships. I'm gonna start with that championship, mm. and then have that her her start there, but. Other than that, I very, very much enjoyed this show. Very good PLE. I like that it was basically all women except for the one match. All the matches were really good. Um, exciting to see the new champions and where that's going to go from there. Right. Um, I miss Cora Jade. Where's Hayden asked Cora Jade? Okay, you sound like most of the stories now. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> has to remind him remind you just like I reminded him she had a little elective surgery done and there's some recovery time that goes with that I feel like extra titty recovery time has been long enough <laughs> and I need her back you, you and Mo are one and the same when it comes okay. to the designation of Cora Jade and her recovery time she understands that we need her hate mask her backwards cap and her skateboard that she uses as a weapon. He <laughs> understands. But other than that, very good show. Again, stop blaming my boy Wesley about attacking people. Very racially motivated, and I don't like it. So, okay. next week, y'all, when we talked about Wesley being the one who attacked, who attacked uh, Trick Williams, we'll have to uh, have a different conversation with Miss Simi. Listen, I'm going to stay in my delusion until I can't anymore. <laughs> and then I'm still going to be there. So you can't make me. I could just rewrite reality. What if I'm Wanda? Okay. From <laughs> the Avengers. Okay. And I can just rewrite history they, and just warp reality. They, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, working on that ceasefire between me and Jupiter Julep. But introducing this Wesley into the max. Appreciate you, sir. Listen, now you're going to start beef with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how I rant. <laughs> do you want to be overwhelmed by my rant? I don't think you do. <laughs> well, thank you once again, Ms. Simi. So, shout outs time for you. Shout out to you, Don, as always, even if you're trying to blame my nephew for things. <laughs> Shout out to you anyway. Shout out to the Rafflecast family. Shout out to the CSP, CSPN family. I know how to talk. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear socks some more. 
Shout out to you guys in the hashtag. Love reading your commentary. Shout out to the Jupiter Julep. Because again, defense squads. <laughs> Leaders of the choir for the trick. <laughs> yep. First tenor. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd like to give a shout out to you, Miss Emmy, as always, for joining me here once again for the NXT cast. Thank you to everybody on the CSPN, the guys at the Comic, comic Book Chronicles, to Mr. Moe to the underscore Reese, to Miss Jates, the Max, Miss DDJ, Sam. Greatly appreciate all their efforts in helping us put together these episodes each and every week. I thank you to yeah. everybody who listens to these episodes each and every week. Thank you to all the members of the GLOW. We greatly appreciate you guys helping us. Remember to become a patron on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay to five where you can get extra content for just five mm-hmm. bucks a month. You can get yeah. me and Miss Simi talking about AEW Dynamite where you can hear her rant about Tony Khan. <sighs> and all the things <laughs> going on over in AEW right now. So please check that <laughs> out. Um, remember to rate and review. Give us five stars. When you listen to the podcast, it really helps out to get the podcast uh, out and about into the interwebs when people do searches for yes. wrestling podcasts. Um, support the podcast through cspn.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. It's that time of the year where people are doing their Christmas shopping and everybody's using Amazon. So click on mm-hmm. the Amazon tab, do some shopping and send some of your money back to the CSPN to help keep the podcast free each and every week. So for my co-host, Miss Simmy, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the hashtag. Carmelo, I know you're a busy man, so I'm going to get right to it. I'm going to address the elephant that's in the room. Did you attack Trick Williams ahead of the four-way matchup last week? Vic, is this an interrogation or is this an interview? What are we doing? It's not an interrogation. Because you sound like everybody else on social media. Just blaming me, like I'm guilty. Look, Trick wanted the NXT championship, and I wanted the NXT championship. But to take out my best friend for a championship, brutalize him, that's crazy. Well, let's talk about business then. Yes. Because next week, it's Halloween Havoc. It's the main event. It's the NXT Championship. Dragunov, Hayes, three. The rubber match. What do you have to do differently now that you're the challenger? Let's break that down. How do you beat one of the best in the world, Ilya Dragunov? Don't answer. But that's a question I need to ask myself. Because it's not a physical thing. It's not a mental thing. It's more of an emotional question. It's why. What exactly is my why? What is my motivation? And my motivation is a title. Not just the NXT title, but the title of him. Because Vic, how can I walk around here and claim to be him with no championship, nothing to show for it? All of my hard work, everything that I built, all for what? To be second best? Look, my motivation is stronger than ever. I've removed all distractions out of my way. There's no what ifs, there's no doubts, 
There's no but trick. There's no asterisk. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but since you brought his name up again, that being Trick Williams, if you want to play what if, what if he was in that four-way? What if he was in that matchup with you and two other superstars? Would you be the one that would be the number one contender heading to night two of Halloween Havoc? Absolutely. Because Vic, when push comes to shove, I gotta do what I gotta do. This one's for you. Justice for Trick. We done here. Well, we I done here. I have a few more questions, Carmelo. Carmelo, 